0: hello it's howard brown it's the shining brightly show um your maestro with the mic is back and we are going to laugh along the way today i've got an incredible guest you know i normally do but this one is really cool so jazz rome aj coulter is here he's in the house aj how are you today
1: i am doing amazing uh it was a great day i like the you're the mic maestro with the microphone right <laughs>
0: that's right you know you well i am at least on my show but um I I, I I just love it so um listen i you're you're on the road you're performing um i'm excited to follow you big shout out denise meredith miss denise thank you you introduced us quality uh introduction and uh, i'm just uh we we caught up when you were driving putting some miles on uh uh, on the car and on yourself so let me give you a quick intro- uh, introduction here so Jazrome aj coulter he showcased his talents at more than 26 conferences and events to date and more to come he's a comedian that appeals to all ages and audience by incorporating his personal experience with clever wordplay engaging storytelling he shares his journey about living with kidney disease we're going to dig into that he adds to this depth and emotional resonance with to his performances um, oh, I mean, this is truly you're using your life uh, experience and, and you're applying comedy to it. It's incredible. His shows invoke a range of emotions. Uh, they leave you whether you're going to laugh or cry at any given moment. I love it. It's an emotional show. It's great. Um, it's just amazing. So now I told just the basics about you. Share something, AJ, maybe uh, we don't know about you. You know, tell us something different.
1: Man. You know, it's actually crazy because um, I actually just got a kidney, which we do know about that about a year ago. But before I got a kidney, I was just like in this weird phase where I was actually looking up girls on Tinder because, you know, we're always trying to find that perfect match. Right. And I'm swiping and the conversations just end up turning into like, hey, girl, like, (laughs) what's your blood type? (laughs) <laughs> yeah 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 and you know as i'm like getting into my 30s uh you know your mind changes your bodies you're into different things and i'm just you you know like what really just turns me on organ donors <laughs> i love it yeah so there's like the the weird bases <laughs> like uh so yeah if you're a lady out there and you're a registered organ donor you're like get at me i'm still single.
0: oh my god you turned you turned that into a bit man this is great Oh yeah, my yeah. god. so you're swiping right and, and 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 if they're an organ donor they they uh you know you might even get a a, a message from you i love it yeah, so oh yeah. wow, this is great that's great i right, thank you for doing that well Listen, let's dig into it a little bit. Um, Give me some of your background, because you are a man with three kidneys, one of them that works and is keeping you going, and the other two uh, did not. So give me a quick background on that that lead us up to the comedy.
1: Um, The background on that is uh, when I was about 27, I was diagnosed with uh, end-stage renal failure. Uh, Well, I was stage four, and then about a year later, I transitioned into dialysis. And I spent uh, five and a half years uh, actually on dialysis. And it was probably, you know, just so much going on in that life, uh, like in that period of time, uh, struggling, trying to balance this disease. Because people don't really understand, like, the amount of time that it really takes from you. And um, I just value so much the time that I have now having this kidney because I have so much freedom. When before I was sitting in a chair for three days a week for four and a half hours a day. And not to mention, I had to watch my fluids, which I did not do a lot. And I'm thankful to even be alive because I was always, uh, you know, four or five kilos over and just was swelled up looking like the Michelin man or at least the black version. But, uh, (laughs) you know, it's. It's just crazy that, you know, when I started my comedy career and I'm telling people about this, that, you know, how many people just don't understand what kidney disease is. It's it's just, you know, so confusing, so new, but it's affecting so many people. You know, they say one in seven, one in nine Americans might have kidney disease and don't know about it. And even, you know, uh, the first foundation, which is crazy enough that Denise actually connected me with was one in nine. And um, right there, it just gave me the driving passion to like, hey, you know, I have this unique skill to make people laugh. Why not use that to, you know, put more emphasis on kidney disease?
0: Now, I resonate with this so much, AJ, because as a two-time stage four cancer survivor, we're sitting in that chair a long time getting chemotherapy uh, getting fluids, getting other types of treatments and things like that. And we going to get PET scans and CAT scans and we're dealing with side effects. And you're a relatively young man. I mean, you're you're 27 years old, you're active. I don't know if you're athletic or not, but I mean, that's a, that 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 takes about, you know, your whole life. You have to think about things. I mean, I it stopped me in my tracks, right? As far as two different cancer diagnoses. But when you say, I mean, when you just said you're sitting in the chair for three, four hours, three days a week to get dialysis. I mean, that's one, a discipline, and two, the side effects where you blow up like the Michelin, man. Um, People don't realize it until it happens to you or your care partners or the people that understand it. But um, everyone's been affected by someone with something, all right? So kidney disease, cancer, it it could be something. And so it's hard as a young person, right, that is having to actually deal with this type of a health and a a, a stage four diagnosis uh, with kidney failure. And so um, you either you got to deal the deck of cards that you're dealt with, and I love the fact that you've come out with um, to be able to talk about it, and so people can laugh or cry, but they're getting some knowledge and they're getting understanding about that right now. Well, were you a comedian before this, or no? No, it was actually crazy
1: because you mentioned that you didn't know if I was athletic a lot. Not actually played uh, football in college. Uh, football was. Always that dream. Every kid has that dream of going to an NFL. And it was, I was very passionate. Uh, you know, everybody always talking about the freshman 15. Well, I gained a freshman 80. Uh, <laughs> I was about 240 with a 595-pound bench. Like, I was massive. And it's crazy, uh, you know, over the past six years, I mean, five and a half years, six, whatever, rounded up, math. Uh, you know it just kind of like slowly destroyed my body to you know i'm kind of at this new blank canvas uh when i came out of my surgery i was 155 and today yeah. i'm about 165 and i was 155 in college so i kind of just you know reversed in years and lost all this weight and now i'm like 18 again so i look so good
0: you're looking, you're <laughs> look, you look. looking you look for those for those of you who are listening I said, yeah. AJ's looking damn good. He's sharp. But I got to tell you, <laughs> so I had the very opposite. I lost all this weight. I end up losing like 65 pounds. I usually go about 190. I played Division Three hoops. And I, I actually played hoops twice this past weekend. I finally got the clearance after my chemo port got removed. And yeah. um, I'm about 165, 5'10", 165. But I couldn't bench. I couldn't bench or you were benching. You were pushing up some serious uh, serious weight there.
1: We're like the same size right now? We are. I think I'm like about five ten too. Dude, that's so tight. It is you like the casual, like man five and they're the same height. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're exactly. Like perfectly balanced. But the
0: fact <laughs> is, is my clothes are all big on me. All my clothes, yeah. your clothes, you ain't wearing those clothes that you know, uh, from uh when you were a big guy, you're not wearing those clothes anymore. Yeah. So so I want to ask you, so so again, now um you actually take us through just and then we'll get into much more of the, 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 car, the, the 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 some of the details here but you had a donor right you had you had a transplant a donor that donated this working kidney correct take us through um,
1: that uh yes it was actually from a deceased donor there's always two uh options you want to get a, you can get a deceased donor which is from somebody that usually had died from like a fatal tragedy or you can get one from a living donor, which is usually uh, very much recommended and given living donations because the kidneys are healthier. They're more likely to uh, match with a uh, recipient. And um, they just last so much longer. Uh, I actually had got a deceased kidney from a younger kid. He's in his 20s. They don't disclose a lot of that information, but that's about all I know right now. But regardless, you know, I, you know, this kidney is so much valuable, uh, just so much worse to me, you know, and um, it's been a true blessing.
0: I, I I, absolutely you're alive. You're a miracle man. Uh, I'm the yeah. same. But my, my sister's bone marrow, OK, which could have killed me if my body rejected it, mm-hmm. saved my life. So we are both very blessed very grateful and very lucky because uh, you know that 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 that's medical technology it's it's a medical miracle so I I, I see it yeah, I feel right. I feel your inspiration there so um as a young man what, what's the hardest um moments in your life in dealing with this disease now
1: um just it's really in the past and I think like it, it will take years and years of just really like self-growth self-healing, Uh, meditation, changing mindset, but probably one of the hardest times was, you know, I was on dialysis and I was also sick dealing with this. Um, At the time, I mean, there was support, but I mean, and you should know, like who can really support you when you're going through something so tragic? I mean, there's people around, but at the end of the day, you're always going to feel so lonely and have that, you know, that gap and that separation from other people, because sometimes they just truly don't understand what you're going through both Physically and mentally, right? And so, uh, at that time, uh, I actually lost my twin brother. Um, back in 2018, he was murdered. And it was probably, like, one of the hardest times in my life. Because I'm on dialysis, I'm sick. And then I find out that my brother is killed. And it was just such a huge loss. Because they took my spare kidney. <laughs> oh, God. was like...
0: Oh, man, that's know? true I didn't you know what I, yeah, wait, yeah, I, I it, yeah, now yeah. it hit it just hit yeah. yeah that's right that was that was your if if you were yeah, alive you like would have given you a kidney oh my god yeah,
1: 100%. yeah it's like wow. both like I joke about it you know but like in a sense it's like realism like dude like at least put it on ice and so this is like how I deal with it you
0: know like, right right, right. <laughs>
1: yeah 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 it's dark but that's where humor comes from. It's from like tragedy and pain. And some of the best comedy is that realistic pain that comes with it. And so uh, humor definitely got me through that time. But just like understanding the uh, and, you know, a lot of people probably won't agree with me here, but there is a lot of light and death. There is a lot of growth from there. There is a lot of positivity to into it. If you look at it in the right perspective, because even though I would much rather have my brother around, it gave me so much enlightenment and so much growth, and I just hopefully can like heal the world with that part of my story too.
0: That's great. It, it drives and pushes you forward. I will tell you that. So, uh, what we say in the Jewish religion is that all you have at the end of the day. You don't even have 144 characters on your tombstone. It's it's good brother, good husband, wife, father, son, and, uh, and your dates, right? But memory. So what's your brother's name?
1: Jasmine Coulter.
0: Jasmine Coulter. So Jasmine Coulter, it's basically what we say in the Jewish religion is may his memory, his name and memory be only for a blessing for all of those who knew and loved him. And this is beautiful. You are, you are memorializing him by bringing him up on my podcast and remembering him. Um, with humor, with a little darkness, but it doesn't matter. It's also that y- you respect in that uh, because he was a person that in your life, and and you know that I'm a twin. I have a twin sister five minutes older, and I would be dead sure. without her because she donated her bone marrow to me, and so she gave me life. And I showed you her in the green room. You know my my uh, my bone marrow bag. So we got a lot of crisscrossing, past I know, here, crazy, like right? that, isn't it crazy? Yeah, exactly. So um, and, what? And-
1: Oh, God. <laughs> you know, like in the way that I'm gonna say this is not like in the way that I'm referring it, but in the way like I need to make up a gap in, in my life. But like, can I have your twin? <laughs> yeah, I'll share. I'll share. Yeah, yeah, CJ,
0: CJ Brown Jingers, she's she's five foot, she's tall, a little bit bitty, but I'll share my twin with you. She's great, yeah, yeah. You can do her with. out, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she, she would give you the kidney if you need it, that's what she does, yeah. that's how she rolls. So there, there she is. But we'll we'll make that intro. She's the best. She's, Does she she's be positive. She's not. She's O, o positive blood type. So she's O positive because I'm O positive. Uh, she she had twins. She has an older oh, daughter, wow. and she has girl boy twins. The girl's five minutes uh, older than the boy, and she's five minutes older than me. Yeah, who was older? Who was older? Uh, you, uh, my brother. brother. Three minutes. Three minutes. Oh my god! Now we're talking about twins and stuff like that. So <laughs> I, I kind of got you, you know you keep pushing forward. And you're educating people, and you're doing it through your comedy. And it's um, it's it, it, it's really amazing that you're able to do that because you're really an educator. You're actually preaching and teaching at the same time. And 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 I, I love the use of comedy there. That so um, you, you you learn a lot when you get these diagnoses. What 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 are some of the lessons? What are you grateful for? What are things that uh, that 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 are, that are motivating you?
1: Um. Really it's just the people, the number of people that approach me and truly appreciate like what I'm trying to do here. Um, I'm always humbled by different people's stories, people are always writing me. So that draws me a lot too and then honestly, even just doing these podcasts because uh it's easy and you know too, being, you know, a best selling author and you know, all these great accolades that come with it, it's just like it's easy to get you know, sidetrack to like why we really do this, and then to, like hear those stories and people ask you again, and kind of like reflect on that pain. It it's very humbling, and like for me, it always like reminds me of like oh, this is why I'm doing this because it's easy to get distracted with things that are going on in the world, and you're getting excited about you know talking to new people, doing a new events, uh, ex- you know making great connections, and then it has to come back to like. I'm doing this because I've had so much pain that I want other people to avoid that.
0: Absolutely. So, um, how do you, uh, you know, in 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 it's an art form, you know, comedy, and it's not easy. I, I don't think I could do it. Uh, and I'm a pretty damn good speaker, but uh, <laughs> but but comedy is a different different flavor. So, yeah. who who are some uh, do you have, you have some role models in the in the comedy world that that you like or follow that have influence on you?
1: Um like, there's always the greats. I love Dave Chappelle. Um, obviously, like, for me, he's the go. Other people have different opinions. I love, love Jim Gaffigan because he's just, like, a true inspiration for clean comics, especially me doing clean comedy because it's so, it's so challenging, uh, you know, trying to write something that's edgy, but, like, also keep it, uh, clean. So a lot of into, into windows, you know? But, um, there definitely is a, you know, kind of a gap when you walk into a club and people are either expecting, like, blue comedy, you know, just everything that's not clean, and you're coming on a, you know, pretty much almost telling kid jokes, and they're like, look at who this guy is, and so it's always that art form to make it like, oh, this can be edgy, and PG-13, and but it's not like a kid cartoon, you will be entertained, and so that's something that i'm uh slowly learning uh but always still watching the gays but i gotta like a lot of you know personal comedian uh mentors one of my great friends he's he's a comedian his name is the hearns always pushing me forward uh sandra riser riser oh my god i'm always messing up her name sorry sandra, you know i love you she's uh actually an inspiration herself she's about uh 84 years old been doing comedy for so long we're not gonna get on that date and you know she's out there touring at her age you know very uh well-known comedian and always coming back to me and giving me uh words of wisdom and even uh you know uh comedians that i've met like uh alonzo Bowden Uh, We did a podcast together and, you know, just giving me great wisdoms personally to keep pushing forward because he had to uh, give his kidney to his brother. And so just different inspirations, you know.
0: Yeah, no, no. I appreciate you sharing who your mentors are and how you're developing your own style. And and actually, I could see that being a challenge because. You, you hear a, a lot of the racy stuff and uh you know the non-pg stuff gets all the billings and the airtime and yeah and all that 100%. sort of stuff <laughs> but that's okay <laughs> uh, listen you you got lots of different audiences that would that, that'll appreciate that as well and you stick to your values so i appreciate that so what would you say to people that are that are struggling out there we're coming out of the pandemic uh pe- people as i i always say in one of my speeches they look in the mirror they don't like like what they see um and also uh two things is that tell me what you tell people struggling out there and, and any advice for those people that, uh, that, that get diagnosed the one in nine with, with kidney disease.
1: Um, I would just, it sounds, I mean, it sounds insane, but you know, always just embrace, embrace tragedy, embrace the hard times, look at it as growth because it's just another opportunity to expand yourself, expand your mind. Um, always changing your thought processes, um, you can never know. I mean, I never thought, I went to school for engineering. Uh, I was definitely that kid in college, like, look at these stupid kids with these art majors, they ain't making no money, you know. Uh, definitely was that guy, like, you know, pretty much, like, you know, getting onto the drama majors, and like, look at all these people, and then, you know, just totally turn when and it turns out that I'm an artist, and you know, my analytical mind when it comes to mechanical engineering, like it's just it kinda like coincides with that and I've always been a good problem solver. And so you never know what you'll go through or know what you're uh you're what you'll end up but always just keep a you know conscious open mind because um you can find true, true light and darkness, man, and it will just you know, just shine light the way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you I mean, you're looking at me and I got the shining brightly going on yeah, me shining. as well. Yeah, yeah. So, but but we, we, we're saying the same <laughs> thing because you can learn from darkness. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can experience it, and but you can learn for it. But if you stay there in that darkness too long, bad things can happen. So there's lots yeah. of stuff that can happen from exactly. addiction Absolutely. to other stuff and um, uh, abuse and uh, and isolation. And it's not good to isolate and so I, I love that, that you you know, you stay in darkness, you can learn a little bit from it. Don't stay there too long. Use that light. And, I like um, that. and, and I what them. I tell, what I tell people, you can use it in your bits. Uh, what I tell people is to actually take some of your light and shine it on someone else and take the spotlight off yourself because everyone is self-evaluating. But if you go something, and, uh, and this is in chapter one of my book, kindness, you can choose to be kind. You can choose to be given. You can choose to heal yourself and others every single day. It's a choice. It's a matter if you make that choice and and you follow that up with uh, action. And my daughter always used to say, positivity alone is nothing without positivity with action. And so that's where the the light uh, comes in. But if you are hurting right now, okay, and if you get a diagnosis like cancer, like uh, kidney disease, go be selfish. Go get that help that you need. There is help out there, right? Amen, brother, right? His yeah, help his help out there, brother. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna go to the part of the show here that's called The Shining Brightly Spotlight. All right, You can't make fun of my glasses, but I can't send you a pair. All right. These are my shades. these these are for those that are listening. <laughs> I got these metallic white shades. These are my shining brightly sunglasses because the spotlight is on you, AJ Coulter. I want you to tell everyone how they can get a hold of you, how they can see your materials, how they can book you, and what is next for you. and then close out the show and hand it back to me with some inspiration.
1: Uh, you can find me on my web, website diseasejokes.org uh, I'm really more active on my Instagram it's AJ underscore Coulter C-O-U-L-T-E-R the number two I'm also on LinkedIn and TikTok and Facebook all of it AJ Coulter pretty simple I'm pretty <laughs> easy guy to look up uh, I can't uh really much hop from anybody
0: and Man, if I... But where are you performing next? Where, where are some of your next gigs? Oh, yeah, uh, This fall, this actually, fall, where are you hitting
1: uh, it? Man, I have a lot going on. I've been on tour right now. I'm actually currently in Oklahoma City. I've been going back and forth from Dallas. Uh, my next huge event will be in Phoenix for the Donor Network. Uh, I'll be performing between four and 500 nurses and doctors. Oh. And then I will be heading out to New York, performing at the Pig Jig, which they raise money through barbecue for kidney disease, and then uh, after that, uh, which is all with next week, uh, pretty much the 16th through the 18th, I will be doing that, and I'll be flying out to D.C. to team up with NefCure to do an equality conference to, you know, get better perspective on kidney disease in the Black community.
0: Well, they got They, they got to find you because uh, this is uh, it's important. And also, you you just hit on a really big topic is disparities. Because uh, I will tell you this that the African American community, the, the Latino community, the Indian reservation community, the Indigenous, they are the least screened, at least for cancers. And so um, I sit there and shout: Go get your mammogram. Go get your prostate check. Go get your uh, colonosc- colonoscopy or do a at home at-home stool test. Go get your cardio. Go to the dentist. People don't put that off during the pandemic or they distrust them of the system, but you cannot be your optimal self. If I would have been screened at age 40, AJ, I might not have had colon cancer. I would have had stage one, early stage, which is much more curable. So I will tell people the stuff that you and I went through, if you go get screened earlier, we can save you a lot of pain from treatments and surgery and for me, radiations and, and all that stuff and, and side effects. So go, 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 make sure your health and make sure your function is an optimal you. I'll just add to that, but I will put all of that, those links inside the show notes as well as on the socials and people will be able to find you. I guarantee you that. So hit me up with some <laughs> inspiration as we close it out.
1: you feeling sick, go to the doctor. I can't believe
0: there. that I stumped the comedian. That's, that's yeah, what You yeah, got yeah. Huh? yeah, yeah.
1: No, I, I feel like, you know, it sounds crazy. But, you know, we're so stubborn. I was so stubborn, you know, years ago and we just had to talk about it. And I really wanted to get off of that. Um, I had signs of kidney disease. I ignored them. Um, there's always that fear because of money that we won't go to the hospital, but honestly, you know, get checked out, focus on your health, because it is truly the most valuable thing you have. Don't put that before anything. And that is something that I wish I would have done before all this. Not that I'm saying, like, I'm pretty grateful to have kidney disease now for what I'm doing, but I don't recommend going through what I went through.
0: (laughs) And And that's no joke, right? Yeah, that's that no, joke. no joke. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. So you know, the, the, this is you know, you can get a hold of me, the Shining Brightly Show at shiningbrightly.com dot com, and it has information about uh, my speaking. And uh, love to uh, go speak. I want to go speak alongside of you, but I won't do the. I, yeah, I'll yeah. do the motivation, inspiration, education. You do the comedy. How's that? When we we meet up on stage, that would be a cool thing to do. Oh
1: yeah, we, we, got, got, to to know, uh, we got to work toward that. We we'll got to work to that.
0: We'll figure that one out.
1: I got kidney disease.
0: Yeah. Cancer. yeah don't get any of them yes don't don't, don't get any yeah, of them no <laughs> no we
1: <laughs> say no we just get those shirts oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah
0: exactly so on the website yeah. you can check out my speaking you can check out the book i've got uh discussion guides on survivorship mentorship and interfaith getting to know other people that aren't like you those are my passions as well as uh, my podcast, which is cranking. You'll get this uh, episode coming out very shortly, next couple of weeks. And also uh, my advocacy. Uh, my advocacy is entrepreneurship, inner faith, uh, and uh, in the cancer community. Um, I advocate like crazy because I don't want anyone that to do this alone and not to isolate as well. So come find me at shiningbrightly.com. And if we choose, AJ, if we all choose to shine brightly just a little bit each day for ourselves, for others, and for our communities, this world to be a better place. And it really is a better place with you and your comedy and your lessons and your education. And I want to tell you, it's a privilege to meet you and know you and uh, we got more living and teaching uh, to do.
1: We, we got a bright future together. <laughs> we are shining brightly. We'll get you some shades too. Well, thank you
0: for being amazing. And um, we'll be, we'll be following you. I appreciate yeah. you and um, much respect and uh, stay healthy. Please keep 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 on being healthy. Amen, brother. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shining Brightly with me, Howard Brown. Come interact with me at shiningbrightly.com and remember, keep on shining.